shit's running. Turned everything down. You know that, right? Yeah. That shit running. That theme song. Just the fuck is cracking it's whatever man podcast chuck how the fuck y'all doing (laughs) happy new year god damn it auto is kind of fucking late whatever you niggas know what the fuck it is oh so yeah it's 2019 it's been a long goddamn time bunch of bullshit i don't even think we did an episode in december did we yeah Doubt it. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of fuck shit happened. Uh, and we'll get into that shit. But, uh, but yeah, we back. We better than ever. We on some bullshit, mm-hmm. as usual. Uh, so, for motherfuckers, uh, yeah, I turned 40. Uh, It is what it is. This year just been a... Yeah. Whatever, man. I'm 40 and I'm married now. I never thought I'd fucking be here. I honestly thought I'd be dead by the time I was like 32. <laughs> Figured, you know, go out like Jesus did. God damn it. Just... But it didn't uh didn't happen. So, I'm here now. Married to a chubby Mexican. That's what it is. But, hey... Uh, <laughs> but I love them. I mean, I love, I love my family. I love my, love my wife. Love my kids. I, I kind of like my dog. You know, you fat, lazy motherfucker. Uh, no, I'm serious. I'm playing. I love my dog. He's he's, he's, a, he's a good dog. Uh, and yeah, man, that's all it's been, man. The reason why the last like couple months the podcast has been off, uh, just life shit, you know. But that's it with me. Anything with you, man? Nah, you know, just waiting on this move. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's gonna be good for us. Trust me. Once once he moves, because now we have to be trying to find space at my house. You know, it's it's four motherfuckers live here. Niggas come in all loud and shit, cooking. This shit gonna be over at his crib. We'll be able to go over there, you know, shit already set up. Just just sit down and, and turn that shit on and get y'all that old bullshit. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. 
I've been trying to. Uh, I, I don't. I, I can't. I don't know if I can do it or not. But that, like a side by side photo of Lisa and Lepin Nelly, mm -hmm. and. Um, Sarah J. Mm -hmm. It's like they they family, man. I mean, shit. You never know. They might be. <laughs> you never know. And that, I mean, hey, evidence shows that they both love black dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but let me skip over that for a second. Shout out to Black dot com. <laughs> <laughs> They're not a sponsor, but shout out to them niggas, man. Keep the faith. Especially that nigga that be fucking with Tim's and the, the D-Pads on. What's his name? Uh, uh... Yo, that shit is crazy. Like, look, man. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm in the minority or whatever, but I can't fuck with socks on. And and this one I don't get. This How does this nigga take his, his jeans off but never takes off his fucking shoes? How the fuck is that possible? Have you ever tried to take off a pair of fucking jeans with some fucking boots on? That shit is fucking hard. I don't care how baggy your shit is. Like that's a but nice you know, shit. but you know they say always cut it. They cut it. Yeah, and then he's already in it. Yeah, so this nigga took his pants off and put his shoes back on. <laughs> <laughs> how dirty is this bitch house? It's <laughs> 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 a filthy bitch. It's like a ferret running around in the bathroom in that moment. <laughs> I told you about Tucci's uh, Southside subs, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I put a post on Facebook. It's like, you know, I'm going to say I was going to go there tomorrow. This was uh, Sunday. I said, I'm going to go there tomorrow. I'm going to get me a six-inch uh, spicy <laughs> Italian sub. Six-inch spicy Italian. <laughs> Trying to call me a flanoic. <laughs> you want these two meatballs too, nigga? <laughs> Not some plum bag. <laughs> Fuck you. But uh, I went, and I guess the manager was there. He was about there, you know, preparing shit. And right. he just, his sandwich free. I was like, no shit. We pay attention to a wall. I was like, all right. Hey man, that's that's hey man, that's the new social media area, man. Era, man. Like, look, I I'm I'm on social media, and it is funny because since I do most of the social media for the podcast, I hardly ever use my actual personal shit. So, like, that shit is real. It's fucking weird. Like motherfuckers notice, like when you when you put shit on. Like Mike at Benders, he reads that shit. Like he knows. He, he's like he's like, oh man, yeah yeah yeah, I saw your I saw your shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah man. Like so. I mean, hey man, 
You know, any and and especially like that's servicing customers, man. Yeah. Like when a motherfucker know, and, and I mean, there's nothing more important to like to like a small business than a motherfucker that'll that'll start shot your shit out. Hey, look, man. Have you ever been there? Nah, I haven't been there. I, I don't. I don't make my way to South Austin as much as I used to. It's a must. I, I, look, those are the best cutlets I've. The, look, those slices are, uh, what is it, salami? Yeah. And everything they got is fresh, man. I mean. Yeah. Well, shout out to them, man. Shit. Shit. Hopefully, hey, holla at them. Shit, maybe they'll, maybe they'll sponsor the podcast. Shit, it'd be nice. Get a whatever, man, sub. That should be dope. Hey man, I'm just gonna be right down the street from him. It yeah. can be done. I let him shit. Let him listen to the podcast. Shit, we bring the motherfuckers on. Doing live from the motherfucking sub shop. Asking them, asking business when they walk past. Hey, get some of this meat. <laughs> Six inch, twelve inch. <laughs> Give you, give you two six inches in, in two holes, bitch. <laughs> but uh, I've 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 uh, come to the conclusion that eighty percent of the massage parlors that are in South Austin, yeah. Yeah, you can get in and get a, get a massage. It's a jack shack. But they're going to they gonna push for that happy ending. God bless them. Shit. And the thing is, you know, sitting there, I'm driving around and I'm looking. I'm just... So I bet you that's one. I called two of them. No, I called three. And every single one of them, Asian. Mm-hmm. And every single one of them open up at the same time, and every single one of them had the sixty-five dollar for the hour. Nice. That's actually not bad. Sixty-five for an hour, even if you just getting a massage, like that's actually not a fucking bad price. Yeah, but that they they give you a massage. They they do whatever. But I need I need me a small Asian chick to walk on my back like George Jefferson. She hey, she probably do it, but now nah, I um, need that shit. I mean, look, man, like the girls won't do it, and I can't have Erica do it. It's not gonna happen. Why won't they do it? Cause they're all fucking shy and scared. They they used to when they was kids, like when they was little, little. But now nah. that is the best feeling though. Hell yeah, man! Yeah, man, yo. Somebody take that the ball yes. of their foot yes. and pop your lower back, yes. man. Yes. About to skeet on yourself. I've I've had, <laughs> I've, had I've had bitches on my back. I was walking on my back. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is great. And it's been a while. Probably need that shit done. But uh But yeah, man, like look, man. Austin Austin's becoming a big city. And when you get a big city, you get big city shit. And the, look, man, the, the Asian Jack Shack is a big, it's some big city shit. Oh, uh, military base city shit. If you're gonna close down the one downtown 
And then the one down there. No, the one downtown been closed though. Because they turned that into, I, I found out, they turned that into like a private party space. It's like a juke joint, but you got to have a goddamn password to get upstairs. They closed that like uh, maybe 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's been closed down. But I found out like now they host private parties. So like when you go to that little joint with the slot or whatever, you knock on the door and you got to have an, out, an invite to go up there. And it's a private party, but really all it is is an after-hours spot. Hmm. If you know somebody there, you just knock on the door, you go upstairs at 2 o'clock, you go there, and you can drink to whenever because they're technically not a bar. That's what that shit is. But they serving? Hmm? They serving? Yeah. Because it's not a bar. They don't, like, it's a it's a private establishment. Mm. Okay. So they're not serving to the public. Mm. It's basically you go there, and I don't know if it's like a membership fee or whatever, but you go up there and you can get you a drink and hang out and listen to music or holler at bitches or do whatever. Because it's been a couple times like I went, and every time I went, I seen people going in there, and I see a dude standing at the door when he opened the door for somebody. So I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is going?" On? He's like, ah, "It's private." I was like, ah, "Okay, I know what you niggas doing." That's like the third time I saw it. I was like, oh, "I know what y'all doing." I know what y'all doing. Like, y'all y'all ain't, you know, I've been around. Because it used to be a joint off of, like, 8th, off of 8th and Congress. It was a joint off of 8th and Congress that was like that. And that shit used to be, that shit was crazy. Because I went in there one time. Because uh, when Max came down here, he was doing a show with uh, DJ DMD. They was promoting his second or third album or whatever. And I was passing out flyers during the show. Well, not flyers, but passing out signed posters during the show or whatever. So, uh, we went to Emo's when it was still downtown. And uh, after the show, we went to San Marcos and went. they did a show down there. And then we went somewhere else. And then it was like 2 in the morning when we got back to Austin. And a motherfucker, a dude that was the promoter or whatever, the show promoter, we were sitting in a hotel room and he was like, yo, y'all want to come out? And I was about to go home. And then they got the text and they was like, yo, and I was like, yo, it's after two. What the fuck is we going to do? Because I thought we was going to have us go to Paradox. You know, Paradox used to stay up until like four in the morning. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't go to fucking Paradox. Ain't, ain't going to be nothing in there but young bitches. Because the young hoes, they didn't drink anyway. So they would just stay and party until like 4 in the morning. So I'm off of clothes. And he was like, nah, he ain't talking about paradise. You gotta go to this joint. So I was like, oh, word? Yeah, I'll go. And we went in that bitch? Nigga. When I say motherfuckers was partying, like, we went. But we had to go around the backside of this building. So you go around the backside of this building on 8th. And it was a dude standing out there in the parking lot, and he waved us to a spot. And he was like, you know, he was talking to to, uh, Max and DMD. And DMD showed him his phone, and he was like, all right, y'all, you know, whatever. He knocked on the door, and the dude opened the door and saw him. He was like, he gave him the thumbs up. They opened the door. Nigga, man, when I say it was wall to wall in that bitch, 
They had a DJ. Them niggas was jamming in that motherfucker. I walked in that bitch. I'm looking around. I was like, oh, this what y'all doing? So I walk in there and it's the bar. <sighs> what fucking? Um, all right. So you know that long ass bar, like when you go upstairs in the ranch, mm-hmm. the top floor, but mm-hmm. the inside bar, mm-hmm. how long that motherfucker, mm-hmm. it was, the bar was just like that. Was running the length of that motherfucking room. Right? So I walked up and I was like, yeah, let me get a shot in a beer. And I went to, he's like, nah, man, you good. It was an open bar. But I guess you had to, like, if you were a member or whatever, you had to pay to get in. But since DMD was, had the hookup, we didn't have to pay to get in. So since they weren't selling alcohol, they could serve all goddamn Man, we stayed in that bitch till like 7 30, 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we got fucked up. It was bitches dancing on the bar, hoes dropping it. They had this fucking thick ass white girl just out there. Could do the whole one cheek. And I was like, man, what the fuck? I tried to go back to that motherfucker, but I couldn't. I couldn't remember exactly which door it was. I was, man, I was fucked off. The only time I've been to something, anything like, well, not like that. I was in Alabama. I went to Fairhope. When I was, well, when I was in, we went to Mobile. For two weeks, and Frank Camp took me to uh, Fairhope through, under the tunnel and all that shit. He was telling me because of the the truckers mm-hmm. that they stay open till whenever. Yeah, and I forgot about it. I'm sitting up here, man, and I'm just I'm fucked up. I go to the bar and order a rum and coke. I was like, God. It was 4.30 in the morning. Right. And I said, Cam. And he said, man, I told you. And I was like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Only, only thing saved me from that shit is I used to party in Hawaii and the regular bar I stayed up until 4 in the morning out there. When me and Erica went, she couldn't handle that shit. We went, we went to, uh, cause now all the bars is on King Street, all the, all the clubs and shit. So we go to King Street and it like, we got there like 10, like me, her and Jet went out there. So we got there like 10 and they, you know, getting their drinks and or whatever. They drinking like they drink here, like in Texas and shit. But I was back in my element cause that's where I learned to drink. It was in that motherfucker. <laughs> So it was like 155. They like, oh, we gotta get another drink. And I was like, no the fuck we don't. She was like, what? I was like, the bar opened till like three something. She looked at me like she looked at me like that that Bill Duke shit. <laughs> oh shit. You know you done fucked up, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. But but you said we could only get you got the beer. At 11.45. <laughs> but now, you saying you got it at 12.15. You know you done fucked up, right? Man, that next day, fam, when she when she realized we had our last drink, our last shot in the beer, at 
350? Is she going to get up and go hike Diamond Head and <laughs> in the morning before the sun comes? <laughs> oh, you know you done fucked up, right? <laughs> I'm dead ass serious, fam. Look, man, like Hawaii is a different, like when you go to the West Coast, when you go to the West Coast, it's different. It's different. I do like California, Hawaii, all that shit. When you go grocery shopping, you go get you a goddamn, you can get you a bottle of liquor. And they serve until until midnight. They sell out they sell liquor liquor in the grocery stores, and you can get that shit till midnight. Yeah, well. Saw that when I was in nah, Arizona. Nah, it's not it's not New Orleans. It's not New Orleans. Well, I saw that when I was in Arizona. Yeah. So Yeah, that's some different shit. Yeah, I lost my mind when I was, When you can when you can go to the 7 Eleven. Get you a Slurpee? Oh, I'm telling you right now. If you ain't on it, get you a Slurpee at 7-Eleven on the West Coast or in Hawaii. Get you a Slurpee. Get you some rum. Get the, get the, get the pina colada and mix it with some coconut. But only fill that motherfucker halfway. Then get you a pint of some good rum. And pour that motherfucker and fill that shit up. Nigga. You want to talk about walking the streets getting Fucked up. Two things. That is the best. Two things. Did you know that there's there's a long longhorn daiquiri over there at uh, Riverside where that China buffet is? Yeah. You, you know, yeah, I've driven past it. I haven't I haven't gone there, but yeah, I know it's over there. Well, I I drove past there last week. That was the first time I seen it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't there last month. Okay. Two, when you going to LA to see your pops? I was going to go this summer, but I don't know if we going to have the money to do it. Because we still paying off the shit from fucking last year, man. Oh. All that bullshit. I'm, I'll, if, if I don't go this summer, I'm going to try to go like around Christmas time. For how long? Shit, at least a week. Week and a half, maybe. Week and a half. Hey man, if you come, we definitely doing a podcast with my pops. We hundred percent doing them. Like it be it be negligent. Cause Cause if we get him, if we get him and we get his homeboy TJ, I well I mean the statue of limitations on all the shit that they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we be we be home. <laughs> when they was telling me about the time they had a shootout on the four oh five, I was like, what? They had a shootout. Them niggas was in a shootout on the freeway in L.A. in the <laughs> Well, okay. If you're going to be there for a week and a half. And I'm going to Chinatown. Because yeah. I got to I gotta get me something to eat. And uh, I'll come on a Thursday. Leave on a Sunday. No, I, I can't stay for no week and a half. Yeah. So. Man, if you don't get the fuck out of here. I love you, but get the fuck out of here. So, yeah. It's, uh... Fuck yeah, I want to go to Chinatown, too, man. Well, actually, our day is called Koreatown. It's K-Town. Chinatown, Koreatown. K-Town. That's, like, almost all of downtown LA now is K-Town. And I want to go to the Ice House. I want to go to the Ice House, and I want to go to the store. 
Comedy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that should be funny. Fuck, we go and fucking Joey Diaz and stuff. <laughs> well, I break down and smoke some weed, man. Oh, I'm 100% doing it. My dad and my, well, my dad and my sister smoke. Because, like, the only way I'm going out is if, if uh, Z tell me where to go. But she, you know, she out there. She young. She 20. My youngest sister. You, you never met Z. Yeah, that's my that's my baby sister, the youngest one. But she crazy. <laughs> and you wanna talk about you wanna talk about motherfucker talk shit? So imagine Jessica. But like how Jessica like sneak shit in. Like like Zelma is it has Jessica's personality, but my filter. Like how I just randomly say shit, that's Z. But she mean like shit. <laughs> That shit is. I love her though. That's my baby. So she crazy as fuck, bro. It must be the she. She half Mexican. It's got to be the other half. Yeah, I guess she ain't been around cousin when she on full tilt, leaning in some on somebody. Yeah. Oh, she hundred percent going on nigga. Almost got kicked out of school in Long Beach. Oh, yeah, both my sisters. Both my sisters out there. Uh, Mimi, because Mimi's Jessica's age. Uh-huh. She's like my stepsister, stepsister. And Mimi got kicked out of three high schools for fighting. And she tiny. She tiny, but she fucking mean. She's like a fucking chihuahua. She just like, oh, what, bitch? <laughs> and just jump on a nigga. And Zelma is cool until you make her mad. Cause like I heard one of the the time she almost got kicked out was she was in art class and this girl was talking shit and Zumba just very calmly went over to the fucking supply closet or whatever and got a bunch of paint and just went over it was like the the paint that come out the tube yeah. and shit that thick shit yeah. and went over and grabbed and just squirted paint all over his bed. <laughs> Just covered in fucking paint was like, what's up? And then the girl tried to run in Zelma and Zelma hit her with the two piece and walked <laughs> off. <laughs> she was like, I don't know, like, I don't know what the fuck your problem is. <laughs> Bitch, obviously you don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> I love my friend. They crazy as fuck. I love them to death. They crazy as shit though. Oh, it's my cousin's birthday back home, Ralph. Happy, <laughs> goddamn, <laughs> happy birthday, Ralph. Happy any day, Ralph. Shit, know you on it. Yep, just remember, Ralph. Anything's possible. <laughs> Anything. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. I mean, that's that's what the fuck been going on. That's what we what we on now. Look. Man, I know we're not really a topical, like, pop culture podcast or whatever. But this shit is everywhere. And honestly, I got some feelings about it. Uh, They actually had a a thing on the TV show that I do, uh, Meeting of the Minds, about this topic. And I didn't say nothing on that. 
because they had people on there and I wasn't in the room. I was directing or whatever. But this R. Kelly shit. I'm going to say this. I'm not mad at R. Kelly. Because we've known who R. Kelly was for decades. He married Aaliyah when she was 15. Mm -hmm. And that shit happened when I was a freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. We knew then that this nigga was a pedophile. We knew then that he loved to fuck young girls. Because if you get to the point where you want to marry a 15-year-old, you've been fucking her since before she was 15. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, I love Lee. I listen to her music. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. But everybody knew that R. Kelly wrote that song, AJ Ain't Nothing But a Number. Mm-hmm. We knew this was a nasty-ass nigga forever. So at this point, I'm not mad at R. Kelly. Because R. Kelly showed us who the fuck he was 30 goddamn years ago. The niggas I'm mad at now is all these fake, woke-ass niggas talking about some, we need to get R. Kelly. We should have been got R. Kelly the fuck up out of here. We should have been got this nigga the fuck up out of here. And you motherfuckers out here now. Oh, well, we didn't know. No, the fuck you you knew, nigga. We all saw that fucking tape. Yeah. I saw the fucking tape. People like, well, Dave Chappelle was fucked up for normalizing it. No, Dave Chappelle didn't normalize shit. Dave Chappelle was like, look, y'all saw this nigga pee on her. The boondocks was like, you saw this nigga pee on a 14-year-old girl. Now, that one time, was they like, well, that might not have been R. Kelly. No. It was 100% R. I Kelly. See I see it. Well, she might not have been 14. Nigga, you know that's a little-ass girl in that fucking video. Well, she got paid. Nigga, if a nigga gave your daughter $200 and pissed on her, you're going to be like, well, bitch, the bitch got paid? No! <laughs> no! We should have been got his nasty ass the fuck up out of here. And the, and the people that I'm most disappointed in. Other black women? Black women. Black women. Because people are like, well, misogyny and patriarchy and all. No, look. Look. I need you hoes to come to the front of the congregation. <laughs> right because because it ain't niggas going to R. Kelly concerts it's bitches niggas are not you don't see and, and, and it's not bitches like bitches across the spectrum because let's 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 get for real for real Outside of I Believe I Can Fly and, and and maybe like some of his early 90s hits R. Kelly ain't selling to fucking white people. He not selling to the masses. Who made R. Kelly hot is black people and the motherfuckers who kept R. Kelly hot is black people. R. Kelly was never pop. He was never pop. Outside of I believe I can fly, 
you gonna call that pop? no no I'm, I'm saying it got to the point to where it was charting on the pop charts oh. r kelly was r&b r&b and hip-hop like his shit never because all right so let me let me ask you this so like because and, and i know this because i'm i was a cable installer and i used to go white people's houses all the time right and you see their CD collection. Mm-hmm. You see Prince. You see Mike. You see Mariah Carey. But 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 you, you see but, but, the, but, but you 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 also gotta put in perspective the white people that you're dealing with. Uh, well, no, and and I and I do, I do, I do. But I'm talking about just in general. In general. White people ain't fucking with R. Kelly like that. They just don't. You don't see white people bumping 12 play. Let me ask you this. Like Mariah Carey, every once in a while you turn on a white station, you hear Mariah Carey. You hear Michael Jackson. You hear Prince. You know what you don't hear? When you turn on Bob FM, (laughs) have you ever heard fucking, have you ever heard R. Kelly? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Niggas ain't listening. Like, niggas are listening to R. Kelly. White people, just in general, aren't fucking around with R. Kelly. They ain't, I ain't trying to be cool. No. And you're too, too. Give me that beep, beep. No. Ignition was a shit, though, wasn't it? That's a decent song. Hey, I like Ignition. Well, see, this is the thing. I don't like 90s R&B. So I've never been a fan of R. Kelly. You like 112? No. I don't like none of that shit. Okay. I, I don't. Like, there's a couple of 90s R&B dudes. I like D'Angelo. I like Bill Bill DeVoe. I like Guy. But outside well, of that, Guy, they from like but 80s. Aaron, yeah. No, it was Aaron Hall and Guy. They yeah. was like late 80s. Yeah. Like, you can't really. No, they had an album in the 90s. It was all right. But, like, outside of that shit, nah, I didn't like H-Town. I didn't like, I hate fucking Jodeci. Uh, did not say anything about that. Like, that, no, it's just, like, uh, that shit, that shit that people listen to, uh, no. I don't like that shit. That kind of shit, I couldn't, I couldn't nah, even get I, myself to do. I get it, but but that's the thing, though. Now, it's like, for me, 112 like, versus Jodeci, I'll be listening to 112 all day long. Yeah, I mean, look, look. I, I'm not saying that like I hate the genre because there are certain songs that came out that I'm like, all right, that's cool. But as a whole, like if you go through my fucking CD book, which I still have, it's got like 500 something fucking CDs in there. You know what you will not find? Fucking 90s R&B. I just don't like it. Now, you 70s, 80s, even some 60s. Cause I love Sam Cooke and I love fucking Otis Redding, and and like I like crooners, I like those dudes. Like I got two genuine CDs in there, but that's because I found them, not because I bought them. Mm-hmm. Like that shit just wasn't my shit. So about genuine. So for me to be like, yeah, like for me to dismiss R. Kelly is not a thing because I don't have any attachment to the music. But the thing that makes me upset is motherfuckers now coming out with this shit. 
Like, what? what when this nigga was making hits, where the fuck were you? When this nigga was making hits, and you knew he was pissing on hoes. Yeah, why? Why wait till now? Yeah, cause you knew this shit. This is this is yeah. not new shit. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, this documentary come out. Well, well. I mean, we didn't know, nigga. You knew. You uh, knew. The, the, the only like, the only thing nobody knew about was the whole sex slave bullshit. But niggas knew because. And, and that was way. that was with them. That was yeah. around them. They knew, but but everybody else didn't. Well, no, but this did thing, you? No, no, I mean, I've heard about it. I heard about it before this. I heard about the sex slave thing like four years ago. Because these girls would escape or leave and talk about it, but motherfuckers wasn't listening to it. Because like when I heard it like four years ago, I was like, "Well, that don't surprise me." And the thing is, and this is the thing, is the people that were talking about that shit, right? R. Kelly wasn't holding them hostage. They could leave. But at that point, when you leave, you're going to get blackballed from the music industry. And whatever money he was sending to your family was going to stop. So them girls stopped. They wouldn't leave. So he wasn't saying you couldn't leave. He was saying you can leave. But when you leave, this stops. He was using his money and his influence in the industry to make these girls make a choice. And yeah, it's fucked up to put somebody in that situation because you making this 14-year-old girl basically put the welfare of her family on the line. But this is my thing. Why is that money so fucking important? Time out. 14-year-old girl, welfare of her family Mm -mm. on the line. Right. So what you're saying is this 14-year-old girl, her family was poverty. Is that what you're saying? In some cases, yeah. In some cases. In other cases, it was that girl's family wanting her to get a leg up in the music industry and sending their daughter to R. Kelly. I, it, it, so in other words, line, hey, look, I'm doing this right here. But actually, she doing this right here and, and Kelly's sending yeah. the money. See, I, I ain't seen, I ain't seen none of this shit. Yeah. You know, so. so look, man. Like one. Motherfuckers got to explain to their kids that the money's not that fucking important. Like your dignity, your welfare, your whatever is more important than that goddamn money. Like if you got to struggle a little bit more. To make it without having this nasty motherfucker stick his dick in your ass. <laughs> like this. <sighs> Life ain't supposed to be comfortable. Because at some point you making a decision between comfort. 
and not comfort. Like, yeah, if you got R. Kelly backing you, yeah, it's a little bit easier to make it in the fucking industry. But it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's going to be uncomfortable. And you're going to have to struggle a little bit more. But when you make it, you made it. And now you can call your own shots. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, from what you just said, dealing with R. Kelly, yeah, it's going to be easy. But it's still going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, 100%. That's the thing that's pissing me off about this shit. Like, look, man. Don't come to me and tell me about you didn't know. You knew. There's a bunch of people knew. There's enough rumors about this nigga. What where Cat Williams say? Don't nobody say nothing about uh, don't nobody say the same shit about a nigga for 20 years and it not be true. Mm-hmm. When this nigga is when this nigga tour rider, when he was supposed to go on tour with Jay-Z on the Best of World Worlds tour, the reason why that tour ended is because R. Kelly had all these fucking rules about being backstage when niggas couldn't look R. Kelly in the eye. And you couldn't walk in this dressing room unannounced by security and all this other shit. And the tour ended. Because motherfuckers knew what this nigga was doing. You knew what this nigga was doing. The reason why you couldn't walk back there is because he might have his dick in some 13-year-old girl's ass. Has uh, Aaliyah's parents ever come out and said anything about that? Oh, yeah. That shit is in the goddamn... In the fucking thing. So, Aaliyah's uncle was in the music industry. Her parents. Finish. Aaliyah's uncle was in the music industry. He gave Aaliyah's demo to R. Kelly. Aaliyah was 12. Okay. He introduced 12-year-old Aaliyah to R. Kelly. R. Kelly's like, oh, I want to work with her. So, they're working, working. The relationship starts when she's 12 fucking years old. When does Dame Dash come in this? A way later. Okay, but go ahead. ahead. Uh, So, they're working together or whatever. He's grooming her, basically fucking the shit out of her and writing music for her. Right? The parents are thinking, oh, well, yeah, this is music industry shit. You know, blah, blah, blah. She gets pregnant. And I can, I'm not, it's not 100% sure whether it was a miscarriage or an abortion. Something happens. They're like, what the fuck is going on? They pull Leah away from fucking R. Kelly. R. Kelly throws a fucking shit ton of money at him. And then nobody, because they don't want to make her go through. All of that shit and embarrass her because now she's a fucking star. She released one in a million. And she's a star and they don't want to ruin her career by fucking going through all of this shit. So the parents are just like, we let it go. The uncle who got her into this bullshit is still her fucking manager and all this other shit. So the family just let the shit go. And that's what happens most of the fucking time. Like, the reason why is because motherfuckers don't want to take the fight. Motherfuckers don't want to take the fight. They're like, look, man, we, we the money's good and blah, blah, blah. It's just like the, the 14-year-old girl that he pissed on. The 14-year-old girl he pissed on. They saying the money's good. So they getting a kick out? 
Along with the lid. Well, I mean, the lid is giving it up. It's not going to cut our parents out. This is like the fourteen-year-old girl that got pissed on. Parents get parents get five grand because they ghetto motherfuckers from Chicago. Parents get five grand. Old girl doesn't testify. The dad comes out because her father, father, because she had a stepdad and her and her biological dad. Biological dad gets the payout. That's not her in the video. The stepdad was a musician who's the, the motherfucker uh, the stepdad is a guitar player the year that that video came out he was on tour with R. Kelly as, as part of the band it was a bunch of motherfuckers knew this shit now if you willing to sell out your own fucking kid So there, sh- there really isn't a case. No, that's why. It's, it's just that's why he got acquitted. Is because the girl in the police statement said, "That's not me." The family was like, "That's not her." <laughs> Excuse me. And old girl wouldn't appear in court. So if the victim won't appear in court, what the fuck, what the fuck is the judge supposed to do? Throw it out. Exactly. Jigga Kelly, not guilty. <laughs> yeah, nigga. <laughs> But everybody knew. It's people like we had a girl that was on the on the show that I did that was from Chicago. And she was like, well, yeah, we heard the rumors for years. But I mean, Kelly was fucking Kells. Like, no, nigga, if you know it's a fucking pedophile. And this this the shit that pissed me off. If it was a white dude doing this shit, nigga, the black women would be all over it. Y'all letting this nasty ass white man <laughs> take advantage of it? No, you letting this nasty ass nigga. Stick his dick in a bunch of 13-year-old girls. But because y'all like to dance this shit in the club. That's a that's a that's a that's a fucking good point. Like get the fuck out of here, man. Y'all get like y'all just as point. fucked up as he is. R. Kelly showed up. When this fucking documentary came out, he had he goes to a club. With his girlfriend now, who's a young-ass fucking black girl. And these old-ass fucking black aunties running around, ooh, take me hostage, chanting the shit. In the club. Y'all fucked up. And for people to be like, well, you shouldn't talk about black women. I'm not talking about all black women. I'm talking about these hoes. Y'all know the fuck y'all are. Y'all been supporting this nigga for decades. This nigga is tore off, y'all. They ain't, you can't pin this shit on niggas. You cannot pin this shit on black men. Get y'all shit together, man. You know what the fuck you knew. You knew. And y'all still know, and there's still motherfuckers out here doing this shit. Supporting this motherfucker. Y'all want to cancel motherfuckers and mute niggas and do all this other bullshit. But when when y'all, when it's time to step in the name of love, y'all right down the fuck that. Fuck this nigga, man. Fuck him. <laughs> Go out there. Take a drink break. This bum ass motherfucker. Man, I hate that shit. 
Fuck this bum ass nigga. I mean, you know, I want to say this. What whatever happened, and why? Why did the the court case only last for maybe six months, maybe eight months when it came to uh, what's that nerdy old white or Jewish guy? Oh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Same shit. Nah, it ain't the same shit. That 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 court case was minimum. Yeah, it was in the tabloids. It was in the, on the news. Yeah. But it was at a, at a minimum. Yeah. It was it was like you knew he was gonna get off from get off from that shit. Yeah, no, I, I no, I'm saying this is the same shit because that was his, uh, his that was his, his foster kids. Yeah, his, his foster daughter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he married her. So she wasn't gonna testify against him. This is the thing. If you don't have if if the motherfucker that you're alleging that the shit happened to. It's saying it didn't happen and she won't testify in court. Where are you going to build your case from? I mean, it's a good point, but still. That's like motherfuckers trying to prove a murder case with no body and no murder weapon. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you, you had Jerry Lee Lewis fuck this cousin, yeah. married his cousin. Yeah. Still sold records. Yeah. Elvis. Elvis know. was running around fucking young girls too. No, put a passion. The Chuck Berry. I saw the video of Chuck Berry pissing on that prostitute. Yeah. And I saw what people were saying about Chuck Berry, about him uh, with his uh, video cameras and shit, and bathrooms and whatnot. Yeah. But fucking, it was hair metal bands in the '80s making songs about fucking young girls. And that's another thing. What if what was it warrant? She's only seventeen. Something like that, yeah. What if that fucking they made that song today? Well, that music ain't out today, but still. Hey, I like that song. And I've been to a plenty of strip clubs. That song playing. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't got nothing against it. I'm not putting nothing against these guys, but all the way down to uh, uh, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, you mad song about these that? motherfuckers were fucking, fucking teens. Yeah, they were fucking a fourteen year old. Yeah, took the bitch on tour, passed tossing them, yeah. tossing around like a blunt on slow rotation. Yeah, and if you go to E fucked, you go to E fucked. What the fuck is E fucked? Is is oh. Website that has all kind of fucked up porn videos and shit, right? So there's a video on E Fucked, uh, where they have a bunch of they made it, and I guess it was a bunch of bands from like like the late '90s, like '98, '99. Papa Roaches on it, Sugar Ray's on it, Limp Biscuits on it, or whatever. And on there, Sugar Ray's or uh, Mark McGrath is on there. Talking about how they fuck the fans, but their average fan is between 16 and 19 years old. 
So he basically admits to fucking underage girls on there. In 99. Sakashi 69 got caught up in some bullshit with 16. Like, look, look, I understand. And I'm not saying all of these cases are the same. Right? You're in a venue, because the shit didn't happen around me, not to me personally. But you're in a place where it's supposed to be 21 and up. Mm-hmm. And security let some 16-year-old girl in. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen where I was 18. And I got in with a goddamn stamp. And I'm running around drinking and shit. Mm-hmm. Right? So it happens. I understand. And and people are like, well, why did you ask for ID? The like, fuck kind of shit? Everybody in here is supposed to be over 21. Exactly. That's the whole point of me coming to this motherfucker. So if I get my dick sucked, and it comes out that this bitch is 17 or 16 years old. It's not my fault. It's the people at the door's fault. Like it's look, man. This ain't this ain't about. This ain't about like like. Honestly, if it was if it was that one video, right, and this was a one off of R. Kelly, I I would understand if it was a one off. Like Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe is a perfect example of this shit. Rob Lowe fucked with one girl that was underage. Made a sex tape. Sex tape come out. This bitch is 16 years old in the sex tape. I didn't know. If I'd have known, I wouldn't have done it. And people make jokes and the shit came out or whatever. But you know what Rob Lowe didn't do after that? Keep fucking 16 year olds. <laughs> like, I'm 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 the last motherfucker. Like, look, I made jokes about this shit all the goddamn time. But you know what I don't do? Drive around the fucking high school trying to fuck 16-year-olds. Which is... Hey, you, look. <laughs> Get it. And... I'm not saying that I would... Well, yeah, I was put in the situation. But I knew something was wrong. But everybody else is, oh man, Jeremy, you ain't never a little bitch. You scared to go to says, nah, man, I, I, I didn't want to go over there and talk to her. Something on right. And then she come over, ask me for a cigarette. Give her a cigarette. Start talking, blah, 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 blah. Give me a number, you know, such and such. And then when I went to go pick her up from her house, and she had her three friends with her, that's when I saw her age. I was like, what the fuck? Exactly. Now, another time, I told you, went to, uh, now all I wanted to do, because I, 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 I won't buy Marilyn Manson's music. Yeah. I'll listen to it. Yeah. I ain't going to go to a show. So, hey, man. Let me just ride with y'all to the show, and I'll just keep party going in the car. You know, I'll just get you know, yeah. I'll just get fucked up. Man, I felt like I I slept for an hour, maybe thirty minutes, 
And motherfuckers is already running back to the car. I was like, man, what the fuck? And, you know, the whole duck whenever we're pulling out. And I was like, duck for what? They they brought this chick back with him. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are we ducking for? Long story short, I think she was 15, 14, 15. Danny, now we go back to Gary's. Now, take for now. I, I do remember this. Jake sitting beside me. All he was saying was "Take me home." I was like, "Well, what the fuck is going on? Take me home." What's wrong? Take me home. Sorry, whatever, man. Now, I'm gonna say this. Now, I was. Uh, 21, 22, maybe, no, it was 22. Yeah. And, um, so if I was 21, 22, Danny had been 20. I was on the floor. Gary had, I ain't saying her name, on the bed. And, well, all of them were on the bed. And I just got on the floor and just, and I'm hearing, all, and the next you know, people get down beside me, and I'm hearing all this fucking shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Did the covers from my head, and I looked, and it was Danny making all the damn noise, and she was just laying there taking it. I was, What kind of bullshit is this? If it was my black ass, Gary's mom would have woke up. Yeah. Y'all need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and who's this bitch? You, you see, but but that's beside the point. The only way we knew that she was underage, whenever we took her home, one, we took her home, and instead of driving off, Danny just sat there. And wait for her to get in the house. And we're just mm-hmm. sitting there and just... She goes to the door. Does whatever. And her mom opens the damn door. Slaps her. And pulls her inside. Yeah. We go home. Monday afternoon. Jake calls. And says that she was on the missing child report. Right. Stating how old she was. And when we got when I got to the news and I saw it. Look, man, I'm gonna just say this. She looked like Liv Tyler. Mm-hmm. But then the the shit she had in her hair, she had like uh like them damn nylon extensions and shit. Mm-hmm. Because they were all in the fucking Danny's Jetta. Right. Well, it was the first time I seen a white bitch with that shit in her head. It's like what the fuck is uh, going yeah, on? Go damn hair. Yeah. And uh, when we ducked in the car, when, excuse me, when they ducked in the car, and I was, I was like, what the fuck? And the woman that was walking around in the parking lot, that was her mom. I didn't know, but still, I was like, man, what the fuck are y'all ducking for? Jimmy just ducked for what? What the fuck is going on? And I was like, man. So, you know. 
Yeah. No, and, and you know, look, man. And I don't say this to all the dudes out here listening to this shit. If some shit don't feel right, don't do it. Exactly. If it don't feel right, don't do it. I got to get a drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me bring that bottle. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the number one thing. If the shit don't feel right, don't do it. But the other thing is, you're going to get put in situations. Especially if you out there. If you out there and you partying, like, it's fucked up. But you don't have irresponsible motherfuckers. <laughs> I did bring young bitches around. Now, this is another thing. I didn't like young bitches when I was young. That's just me. Like, I mean, occasionally, occasionally you'll find, like, a cool younger chick that you don't mind having around. And I've done that. But for the most part. And and, and she she partied with it, but didn't nobody fuck with it. Yeah. But for the most part, them bitches is trash. No. I'm not out now. Not no. all of them. Look. Well that bitch with the bitches that they were fuck what that was uh, partying with us, they weren't trash. It's just that we couldn't fuck them. Yeah, well, I've been around a bunch of young chicks. Okay, okay look, I take that back now. They're, 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 I take it back. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Because for the most part, that shit is look, man. And, and people are like, well, and, and look. This is a whole fucking thing that motherfuckers gotta gotta look at and and gotta examine. Well, you know what about the the girls that was in high school that was fucking older dudes and and we know and blah 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 and all this other shit. Like, look, man, as somebody that's been in the game, that's been in that fucking world. That's that's looked at how that shit then 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 went down. I'ma say this. You right, you wrong. Like you right, you wrong. You right. Like, yeah, there's always been young girls who were in high school and fucking niggas in college and fucking 23, 24, 25-year-old drug dealers and yeah, doing that shit. Yes. And, 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 and that shit. But I'm going to say this. Them niggas was nasty too. Yeah. Like, nobody respected them niggas. Alright, because motherfuckers was willing to slut out for money and 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 the motherfuckers wanted to party with the drug dealers yeah. or, or hang, they 
pretended like that shit was normal. I'm sorry. If you're 25 and you fucking a 14 year old, you're a nasty motherfucker. I don't give a fuck if the 14 year old was cool with it. Because as far as I'm concerned, if you're 25 and you can't find you a nice 20, 21 year old to fuck with, If you cruising around the high school looking for a young, unexperienced bitch because you can't fuck with a bitch that's close to your age. Like, look, man, I'm 40. And I feel weird looking at a bitch that's under 25. How the fuck you think I feel, man? I'm not saying you feel different. <laughs> Shit. I got all these fucking motherfuckers back. With, man, look. Oh, Jimmy, that's... <laughs> That shit feel weird. Why don't you just run with it? Fuck that, man. That shit feel weird to me. Uh, uh, it's like whenever, uh, we, I got that apartment where I'm at right now when first moved in, and them bitches over there. And, uh, what's your name? I was like, well, Jeremy, come on, man. I was like, dude. (laughs) Cause at that point, I was what? Barely turning 30? Yeah. Uh, I noticed that when I was 30 and I look at an 18 year old I couldn't look at him the same way I was like I'm almost 18 I was like no you're a baby <laughs> you bet and and, uh, and let's get this let's get this straight look uh, anybody that know me know I love hoes I love hoes and the reason why I love hoes because hoes is experienced okay I ain't never had no version I'm just gonna say that. I don't want a virgin. Me either. Cause look, I didn't I didn't have a bitch give me a lap dance on her first night of stripping. That shit is terrible. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Look, man. Look, it can go both ways. You can go one, you can get away with a lot of shit, or two, it's trash. It's trash. At 90% of the time, it's going to be trash. Mm, there's that percentage where you can get away with a lot of well, shit. No, that's what I'm saying, though. Is it this, this, this 10% chance. But the problem is, is that the odds are you're going to be in a 90. <laughs> Man says most of the time, you're going to be in a 90. And it, my experience is that you're going to be in a 90. Look, man. The best blowjob, the best pussy. The best everything I didn't ever had sexually or in the strip club is from an old professional. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) look. Let me me, me go on. (laughs) Sit this thing. Mm. That old granddad. That's all I'm saying. I don't want, I don't want I don't want a youngin. That's not my thing. Like that to me is crazy. That's me. My sister calling. So let it go. But you know, I, I have you. I okay. When I get bored, I watch to to catch a predator. Yeah, because I think the shit's funny. It is funny, and I can't believe these niggas still getting caught. I think it's not going on anymore. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. But I just can't believe it yeah. went as long as it did. Niggas was still. This one guy, uh, 
It reminds me of the guy off uh, Damn it. that uh, Italian movie uh, with the Nero when his son was fucking around with it, those uh, mobsters. And he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Bronx Tale. Bronx Tale. He reminded me of that guy. And got caught. And from what this guy says, it's the most, how do you say it, cleanest or purest pleasure fucking a 13-year-old or a 12-year-old. Yeah. It's like you... Look, man, there's a bunch of myths around fucking young people. Like, uh, it ain't a myth. That's sick. It is. It, but the thing is, all right, so in Africa, actually, no, not in Africa, in India. In India, one of the beliefs was, one of the early beliefs was, was the way to get rid of AIDS was to fuck a virgin. So if you had like a, a sexual a STD or whatever, the way you got rid of it was fucking a virgin. So they would go out and look for young girls. Like, look, man. And and when we did this show, because we had, like, a girl who was a a victim of sexual assault. We had... It was mostly women on the panel. They had a couple guys there. But the thing is, is that none of them were, like, realists. Like, they talked about what should happen, how society should be, but the way society is, and and if you look at the way the world works, we don't celebrate age. A motherfucker turned 30 and they washed. Oh, man, that nigga washed. Oh, really? So when you 18 and broke and don't know shit, would you pop in there? Like, the problem is, is that motherfuckers buy into that shit. Like, look, man. For dudes... Until you get to 25, 27 years old, I'm saying between 25 and 27 is when you finally start to figure shit out. You really start to know, especially about women. Like, that's prime fucking for dudes. 25 to 27. Because you got a little bit in your head about knowing what to do. But you still got that stamina and that body. Like your, your body's in its prime. But your brain is there. And for women, I like 30-year-old women. Hey, I like 50-year-old women. Because they know. They, they ain't fucking around. Like you you don't meet no 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 30. Not saying that I only fuck around 50-year-old no, women. No, no, no. But, but I know hey. what you mean, though. I know what you mean. Like if an attractive fifty year old woman, shit, be like me. Hey, <laughs> take a teeth out. Oh 
old chick named Gladys. Take a trip out, put some beans on. <laughs> Turn on some of that loofah. <laughs> Go and put something on your stomach before you come in this bedroom, boy. What? <laughs> Shoot your whole asshole like you did. You <laughs> come off Gladys. <laughs> Coming to the stage, Geraldine. <laughs> Come out stripping her to the little Richard with one with one foot. Yeah, the good foot. The <laughs> other foot got gout. <laughs> Shit. No man, like look, man, y'all like. I, I'm gonna say this. I understand. I understand. I understand. A nice young, tight body is attractive. Yeah. The nice young type body is attractive, but that nice young type body ain't doing what she's supposed to be doing to her body right. At let's say sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen, I'm gonna say twenty. I'm always like twenty-two, twenty-three years old. But I'm, I'm just saying. They ain't doing shit the way they supposed to be doing shit. I mean, you can drop them draws by some goddamn girl. Go on, get in the shower, bitch. No, bye. Wait a minute, wait, wait. Just get in the shower. That kind of shit. You ain't doing shit right. Because I don't know shit. Exactly. And I, I, well, no, I, and I get it, man. Like, like look, man. There's some shit that's nice to look at, and then there's some shit that's nice to do. Look, when it when it when it came to the, when it comes to that, um, like that's 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 really what we need to get down to. I'm gonna say this: when it comes to that um, rape shit, um, first time I knew about. I mean, I was in the third grade when some shit happened, but I don't know nothing about that shit back then. But then I was at a hotel party, and this hoe was there. You know, car pulls up. We're all in. I was rather in the pool or the jacuzzi at the hotel. I can't remember. Car pulls up. I knew it was some black dudes, but I couldn't see their faces. She goes to the car. She gets in the car. And I'm like, everybody knew if it was rather Coke or crack, she was going to, you know, do whatever for it. She got in the car. Now, I probably had a 16 on me that night. Maybe, maybe a little bit under an eight ball. She came back. And by this time... You know, now, okay, when she came back, we were all just standing standing outside. And she said something about it being raped. And I was like, fuck you mean you got raped? She just said I got raped. Just like that. No crying. Clothes won't messed up. And I'm just, we're just looking at it. Like, this bitch didn't get raped. I mean, you know, she probably got the car, got the drugs, 
and probably did some shit that she didn't want to do. Yeah. That's where we took it. So this is the this is how I knew she didn't get raped. So I go to the bathroom, I'm busting out some lines. And she's all, you know. So Jeremy, you know, I you know, I just wanna do a couple of lines. And I was like, Didn't you just get raped? Why you want some lines? But she's pushing up on me. You see what I'm saying? I was like, go on, go on out there and ask them, because you know everybody had some shit. Yeah. But nah. Now at this point, I was this close to moving to to Texas. Mm. Um, we moved from Wilmington. And I was living at my boss's, old boss's house, living in the basement. And this motherfucker's a crackhead. And it wasn't a good living situation. Right. You know, he got kids and shit, motherfucker leaving and smoking crack and shit. Both of them alcoholics. Wife, want to smoke crack, can't smoke crack because of the kids. Mm-hmm. But she's trying to push that on, on him. But we all know, we want the kids there. You'd be out there with him. So, I get a call, come upstairs, and it's the police on the phone. Says, well, uh, you were at such and such and such and such. I was like, God damn it. Yeah? Says, well, when she went to the car, did you see the... I was like, look... I saw the car pull up. It was night. I know there were black those black dudes in the car. She got in. Right. She got in. I didn't know if she who they were. Nobody there knew who they were. She got in the car with them. She so that was on her. So would you be able to pick them up if you would have if we were to show you pictures? And I was like, no. Because it was dark, man, I was fucked up. But and, and but you know it was dark. It was night. Car pulls up, but she got in. She knew who they were. She got in the car with them. Can you come? I was like, no, nah, I don't think I can do that. You know, it was just you know, click. These assholes come over there. Forcing me to go downtown and look at mugshots. I was like, look, I'm not hiding nothing. I didn't, I saw him, but I didn't see him. You know what I mean? I mean, it was dark. Well, do you, that says, no, I don't think. says, well, we need to come downtown. I was like, for what? Fact of, fact of the matter of it is, man, if 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 a, if a chick's gonna cry wolf, maybe some fucked up shit did happen. Not, I don't know if it did or not. Probably did. But say you got raped. Now, nah, bitch, that's on you. Yeah, I mean, is it is it wrong to say that? 
Well, it depends on what happens. Now, I mean, I understand that, you know, what depends on what happens. Now, if she came back and they just kicked her out the motherfucking car, then we would have been like, man, what the fuck? Then she, that, that car would have got chased if they rolled her out of the car. You see what I mean? Yeah, no. Look, man. If they just pushed her out of the car and we are out see, there, they would have, you know, we would have chased this is, her. This is, what the, this is what the issue is. And then part of part of the problem is the way we look at this shit is how am I gonna say this? Say it. Is Oh, well, fuck it. I'm just going to say it the way I know how to say yeah, it. Yeah, just say it. Uh, if you were hurt game, my feelings? No, 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 no. It's not about hurting feelings. I'm trying to explain it in a way that normal people will be able to understand it. If you in the game, which is basically not necessarily a drug dealer, not necessarily a, a motherfucker doing anything wrong, but if you routinely hang out past 2 o'clock in the morning, there's a general understanding amongst those people. That hey, this is what the fuck happens. Some grimy shit's gonna happen. Yeah, some wild shit's gonna happen. And for the most part, that's mostly men. It's mostly men. Because that's just like we feel safer doing that shit. Like, I, I hang out at 2 in the morning, and I had no qualms about getting drunk. Like, like uh, did, okay, okay, I get you, I get you. If I get fucked up, if I get fucked up at 2 in the morning, the worst thing I worry about is getting robbed. Or arrested. Yeah, yeah. Because that's I part of you. the game. Yeah, I get you. Right? And there's a thing that we look at about women that do that. And we like... Well, this bitch know the game. She know the game. Like, if you hang out at 2 in the morning and a motherfucker like, yo, I got that X. I got that Molly. I got I got that GHB. I got that yeah. Coke. That when she comes over, she know the game. And there's some shit that might happen. And we look at her like, hey. You responsible for what the fuck happens to you, just like I'm responsible for what the fuck happens to me. That's the way we look at this uh, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I get, I get you. I get, I, I get it. Now, I've been around, I've been around chicks. All right. Uh, that carry themselves, yeah. you know, they know what's up. Yeah. Now this one chick that I'm talking about, she knew what's up. She know what's up. You know, she, you know, she got in that motherfucking car. Yeah, Jerry, I'm not disputing you. But what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying is, um, somebody naive out there versus somebody that's been out there. Yeah. Now. 
people have been out there versus, hey, look, man, you know, good damn well, you ain't got no business doing that shit because you know how you are whenever you do this yeah. right here. Versus this chick can sit here and go out here and party and not be in the same situation. Yeah. Uh, I'm not disputing any of that. I mean, but you're saying, saying, but but you're saying, saying women. Is, what I'm saying is this. Because, I mean, I can't sit here and look it's, at a woman and just say all women at this certain hour and they're around all this shit. Well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is this. Is we look at things a certain way because we live a certain way. And we look at the people who live that way in a certain light. Mm-hmm. And people outside of that life looked at us a certain way at one point, okay. And now that has changed. That's completely changed. It has completely fucking changed. Like society's standards for what was a thing have shifted. When it shift, it's gone to the point to where. In certain cases, regretful sex, which is basically a chick like fucking somebody yeah. and uh, later uh, being, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it used to be like, yeah, you fucked your dude and now it's, you regret it or you didn't really want to do it, but you did it. Like that used to just be a, hey, a thing that happened. Yeah, that happened, but that's not a crime. No, it's a crime. It's a crime. So, but, I mean, you said it shifted, so I didn't know which way you were talking about. No, it shifted. It used to not be a crime. It used to be just, hey. You just said shifted. I I took an L. Yeah. Like, it used to be, I took an L. Yeah. Because it happened to dudes all the time. And nobody ever talks about it when it happens to a dude. Because nobody cares. There's been plenty of times when dudes have fucked chicks that they didn't really want to fuck. (laughs) But nobody's like, oh, that bitch raped me. Like, no, nigga, nobody raped you. Like, this is the thing. Is it used to be an explicit no. If a chick gave you an explicit no. I gotta take a piss. I gotta piss too, but you know what? Uh, we gonna, how much time we got left? Uh, we had an hour and a half. We can wrap this shit up in a couple minutes. Uh, but it used to be an explicit no, right? Bitch would be like, look, it wasn't raping Lisa, bitch looked you in the eye and was like, no, nigga, I don't want to fuck you. And then you took the pussy. That used to be the standard for raping. And now that's not the standard anymore. Because they're like, well, I gave him nonverbal cues. Or he should have recognized my body language that I was, I was fucking body language. I was not responsive. <clears throat> and I'll say this: there's a lot of dudes who, like, if the chick, because this this is the problem that I have with this shit is when women are like, well, I didn't want to fuck then. But I didn't want to ruin the relationship. Or like, I the didn't want him. Yeah. Like, look. Bitch. Look. The fuck. Fuck on the fucking bullshit. 
If if it comes down to you not wanting me to stick my dick in you, because it it has to be, and it, it sounds fucked up, and I know this is gonna sound fucked up, but if if my choice. Is to be like, I don't want to be around this woman if she's not going to suck my dick and give me pussy. If that's my stance as a man. And your stance as a woman is, I don't really want to get a pussy up. I don't want to suck no dick. Then but fine. I still want to be friends. We have to, like now it's a negotiation. And if your negotiation point is, I just want to be friends. I don't want to do anything sexual. And you tell me that, and I tell you, well, remove yourself from my presence. Remove yourself. You're not losing anything. Exactly. But the thing that cannot happen is for you to suck my dick. And then two weeks later, well, you pressured me. No. Bitch. What I said was, (laughs) I don't want to be around you unless you suck my dick. I didn't say you had to suck my dick. Like this is the this is the thing that right now we're in this weird spot. We're in this weird spot where people think that they deserve a relationship or they deserve communication or they deserve a certain thing. You don't deserve shit. I hate that word. I hate when people talk about what they deserve. You don't deserve a goddamn thing. When? 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 I don't have to like you. I I'm under no obligation to like you or associate with you. And if my if my bar for associating with you is sex, there's nothing that you can do about that because it's like. If a gay dude comes to me and be like, yo, you cool and all, but unless I can stick my dick in your ass, we can't hang out, then we not going to hang out. Exactly. <laughs> Nigga, I'm not. I know. No. And at some point, I don't know where the fuck this shit comes from, but women think that like, oh. I'm glad I got this lesson today. Well, I should be able to be around this person and not have to fuck him. But if that's his bar for you hanging out, just don't hang out. Exactly. Leave. Uh, let me ask you this, man. When did, when did you uh, catch wind of this bullshit? Oh, no, it's been around. Look, look, look. Because I, I, I feel stupid because I never heard this till tonight. I hang around with a bunch of people that people would call social justice warriors. And what? No, no, motherfuckers on the internet. No, 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 no. no. They're not on the internet. I, I do a show with them. And I, I am around them. Okay, okay. Like in person. Yeah. And we have these conversations. Yeah. Like to them, I'm like ultra because I like guns. Like to an actual conservative person, I'm super liberal. I guess I'd be a whore dog in front of these sons of bitches, huh? Well, no, it's not that. Look, 
I grew up a certain way. I grew up a certain way too. And and I don't apologize for that. But I realized that a lot of the shit that when the way that I grew up was yeah, it's kind of fucked up. I understand it. And some of the shit I understand is fucked up. And some of the shit I understand is just the way I grew up. Because I'm from a different time. If you gotta pee, man, just go pee. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna pause this shit. We'll come back. Alright, back rolling. Oh. So, what I'm saying is that societal standards have changed. And, you know, whatever. I mean, that shit happens. I mean, at one point, slavery was legal. Right? That was a societal standard. Niggas wasn't shit. And, and now, the societal standard of the interaction between men and women have changed. And I get that. And at some point, yeah, some of it is for the better. But some of it, like right now, at this moment in time, is at best confusing, at worst, just generally fucked up. Because now it's taking away women's responsibility in this end of the fucking relationship. It should not be completely on men to understand that well, this woman just wants friendship. She doesn't want sex, but for some reason she has agreed to sex or sexual contact or whatever or non-verbally not said anything. That to me is fucking crazy. That they're coming in there. Oh. Like that to me is fucking nuts. Like, at some point, you have to fucking say something. You have to let me know. At the very least, let me know that this is not cool. That's my fucking point. True. At some point, like, that, you have to take responsibility for that. I mean, obviously... If a chick is just laying there in a fucking fetal position and crying and you still stick your dick in it, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. As a as a human being, but like like say the shit that happened with disease. Right? He meets a chick at a party. She's there with somebody else. Right? She's there with another dude. She gives disease her phone number. She's like, hey, call me, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because they linked over a camera, apparently, because he likes photography and she's a photographer. And he was like, hey, that's a film camera. She's like, yeah, this is a camera, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I'm here with this guy, but I'm going to give you my number. Okay. So, obviously, there's some sort of, I won't say romantic, but there's some sort of connection, right? And Aziz is like, oh, yeah, this bitch like me. You know, maybe she wants the dick. Okay. So, he calls her. She's like, yeah, you know, I would love to go hang out with you. Right? They go on a date. They're talking. He's like, yo, my place is like 15 minutes from here. 
when we go to my place, drink some wine, watch some Netflix. It's like, cool. They go to his place. They're sitting there drinking, watching some Netflix. They start to fuck around a little bit. They get naked. She takes her own clothes off. Z's points at his dick. She sucks his dick. They move to another spot. He goes to stick shit in. She gets a little hesitant. Aziz is like, let me get in there. She's like, nah, I don't really want to. They put the clothes back on. They start watching Netflix again. She's laying on him. They start to fuck around a little bit. Aziz pulls his dick out again. She goes down on him. He goes down on her. They start to fuck around. And then that's where the fucking shit like goes a little weird because he says one thing and she says another thing. But the thing is, both things can be true. She can feel a way about it and he can feel a way about it. He's like, well, you naked. She took her own clothes off. She sucked my dick twice. Like, hey. <laughs> and she's like, well, I wasn't really comfortable, so I wanted to leave, but I didn't want him to not like me, so I did this, I did that. And then she comes out with, like, Aziz raped me. And I was like, well, well no, bitch, that's not rape. See, uh, when you sit there and you say, I did not want him to like, not like me. I did not want him to not put me in this role. I did not want him to give me this raise. That's where I got a problem. That's where a lot of people got a problem. But that's when majority focuses on that person and that woman that's talking about and say yeah. you were wrong. Well, and this is the problem. Though. When if this guy didn't say, hey, if you don't do this shit right here, then this ain't going to happen. But they going to assume that if I don't do this, they're not going to like me. I'm not going to get this role. I'm not going to get this money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and see, this is, this is where this comes in. This is where it gets blurry. This is where it gets fucked up. It's historically. Historically. Because we have to look at all this shit. Like when people talk about racism, when they talk about black people, we have to look at it historically. Okay. Like historically, black people didn't have any power. So if the slave master wanted a black person to do something, you either die or you got sold. There was nowhere else for them to go. Right? And with women, it was largely the same thing. It was hard for another woman to get a job somewhere. So historically, if you have a certain position, like that's why I look at sexual harassment and shit in the workplace completely different than I look at it socially. Like, if they worked on the same show, so like, like the shit Louis C.K. did, right? Now, fuck that. Let's, let's take this, this back because I've been wanting to say this. Uh, that, that, that news guy, um, Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Yeah. How it was all a shock. Mm-hmm. But they kept the cameras rolling when he was talking to his one, uh, woman and he was, uh, Talking about her blouse and all this and keep yeah. bending over, keep doing this and all this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't destroy those tapes. No. They knew that this guy was this way. Yeah. Then how come, hey, man. Uh, well, look because at that shit was accepted back then. <sighs> that shit, dude. Was... 
that's the thing is that it was accepted. It's just like, all right, so like you hear all this shit now about domestic violence and shit, right? How common was it for a man to beat the shit out of his wife and nothing happened to him? That shit used to be funny. Funny. In the 40s and the 50s, Ralph Cramden, the honeymooners, he used oh, to talk about ought, uh, Yeah, he but used to, he no, didn't he used do to talk it. About beating the shit he out didn't of do him. it. But the thing is, is that the premise was fucking funny. Yeah. Because it was common. Okay. True. So that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, look, man. My dad beat my mom on a fucking my regular. My dad beat my mom, too. You know, backhand my fucking brother down the fucking flight of steps. Yeah, it was common for motherfuckers to use violence. So then, and, and the thing is, is that for a long time, we looked at that shit and we thought, oh, well, that's just normal shit. That's just not normal shit. I mean... The rules have changed. That's all it is. Is society has decided we're not going to accept this anymore. And when it comes to... Like, look. Hitting somebody is a, sort of a black and white issue. If somebody doesn't hit you first, you shouldn't touch them. But when it comes to sex... It's a little bit more of a gray area. It, that shouldn't be. It shouldn't be, man. You sticking your shit in somebody. No, it shouldn't be. But the thing is, is like now we're looking at, like, this girl might like you, but she might not want to move as fast as you do. And like now they're trying to look at it as social power. But the thing is, is that we only look at, like, we like guys have been programmed to look at rape as like a violent thing. So as long as I'm not violent with this bitch, it's not rape. But that's not the way society looks at it. That's what I'm saying. Like the, when Bill Cosby did his shit. Yeah. <laughs> because when Bill Cosby did his shit, mentally is violent. Well, no, motherfuckers would look at it like Spanish fly and getting a bitch drunk and fucking over. That shit didn't used to be rape back then. It didn't used to okay, be right. Okay, 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 okay. But 20 years later, motherfuckers look at it and they're like, nigga, that's rape. I didn't, I, honestly, the only thing Bill Cosby didn't do was die. If he would have died in like 95, it would have been fine. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> that's what it is. Bill Cosby, it, under old standards, no. Bill Cosby wasn't a rapist. He was just a nigga in the 70s giving bitches quaaludes. But now, he's a rapist. In 2019, Bill Cosby is a goddamn serial rapist. <laughs> you hear him, right? <laughs> so, I mean, that's just what, like, it's fucked up. <laughs> And it's not fucked up. Like, it's not like, look, everybody got to adjust. And my thing is, is like, look, this shit. No, you say everybody has to adjust. Yeah. Now, uh, Kaz was doing that shit back then. Yeah. But these chicks came out. Now, 
Right. Well, that's because he was doing it. Like, the, the dude, the chick that he's going to jail for, uh-huh. he did that shit in, like, 2007. Ooh, shit. <laughs> like, it wasn't like he quit. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, like, I, I thought yeah. he quit. No. Fuck. I, hey, I thought he quit. No. Mm. Like, all of, that's why those other chicks, they came out and they told their stories and people heard about it and shit, but they couldn't take any legal recourse because the shit was past the statute of limitations. So that's why he's getting three to five. That's why he's getting 10. Got I 10 thought he was years. getting 3 to 5. Fuck no. He's going to be in jail for 10 years. I thought he was going to get 3 to 5. 7 to 10. That's what he got sentenced Shit to. almighty. He didn't stop. That's what I'm saying. Is look, look, man. The standards have changed. And at some point... Like, look, and I know right now it seems fucking weird and it seems nebulous and it seems like the shit ain't going to stop. But the thing is, is at some point there's going to be a balancing because motherfuckers are going to be like, no, you don't. You do not. I I don't have to like you like that. (laughs) Now, when it comes to work, yes, there's a different thing. Y'all took them. There's a, there's a difference like if I'm a boss and I'm looking for a position and I'm looking for an accountant and there's a dude that applies and a chick that applies and the chick that applies has better qualifications but I like the chick and I'm like I'm not gonna hire you unless you fuck me (laughs) that's fucked up (laughs) Uh, and that should be illegal yeah right but if I go to a bar, right, and I'm hanging out and I meet two chicks, and I'm looking at the chicks, and I'm like, well, this chick is smarter and we have more of a vibe, but this chick over here will fuck me tonight, and I choose the chick that will fuck me tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm shallow. I'm an asshole. Yeah. But that's my choice. Yeah. The, the chick who I didn't fuck was like, well, we liked each other, but I didn't want to fuck you. And I, I should be able to. No, you shouldn't. I have I'm no obligation because you're a better person to pick you. Fuck you. I have the right to be like men have the right to be shallow. Men have the right to be shallow. Men have the right to be hoes. Men have the right to be like, yeah. I look. Either you suck my dick or the date's over. Like, (laughs) pull out. Don't say shit. No, fucking leave. (laughs) I whip my dick out and you get out the Uber. Hey, I took an L. As long as I'm not. Ah, bitch, suck my dick. No, <laughs> and probably this is the way we raise little girls. I raise my daughters. If a motherfucker say some shit to you and you don't like it, fucking leave. If he doesn't, I gave him both fucking knives. If that nigga, that, if that nigga touch you, and you don't want him to touch, stab the fuck out of him. Motherfuckers can say what the fuck they want. You talk. Like, to me, you say whatever the fuck you want to me on the street. At that point, it's my decision whether I want to fight you or not. 
Well, nine nine times out of ten, I'm gonna walk the fuck away because we're just talking. Like people act like motherfuckers like respect or fear or whatever the fuck is required. It is not required. We're in public. Like we're in society. We see each other. I nigga, I see you. You see me. I am not required to treat you well. You're not required to treat me well. How I react to that, completely up to me. That's the only thing that you control. The only thing you control in life is how you react to other people or what happens to you. That's it. That's the only thing you have 100% control of. I am not required to respect you just because you have a pair of titties and some ovaries. I'm not required to treat you well. It's not guaranteed in society. How you react to that, that's completely up to you. Now, if if I'm like, hey, look, I like the way your face looks. <laughs> I kind of want to stick my dick in your ass. <laughs> and you say, no, sir. <laughs> I'm not with that. And I go, well, good day to you, ma'am. And I walk away. <laughs> that's 100% fine. <laughs> Stick my dick in your asshole. That's 100% fine. This is 100% fine. That is 100% okay human interaction. <clears throat> Excuse nah. me, ma'am. Uh, I like nah. the way your face looks. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I want to stick my dick in your asshole. Yeah. Hey, you say that and she says, you know what? I would love for you to stick my dick, <laughs> stick your dick in my asshole. And she pulls her pants down unless she stuck her dick in it. You know what? That is 100% fine occasion. That is 100% fine interaction. Now, after you stick your dick in this chick's asshole, if she goes, eh, I probably shouldn't let that dude stick, stick his dick in my asshole. And she goes, yeah, you know what? You call and you're like, hey, I really like sticking my dick in your asshole. You want to meet up next Tuesday and let me stick my dick in your asshole? <laughs> and she goes, next Tuesday. You know what? <laughs> nah, fam. <laughs> nah. <laughs> that is 100% fine human interaction. <laughs> But you know what's not fine? Is if you call and you're like, hey. <laughs> I would I would love to stick my dick in your asshole next Tuesday. And she goes, well, I mean, I thought you were cool when we met. And, like, I'm not really prepared to do that. And I kind of regret you sticking your dick in my asshole. So I kind of think you raped me. No, what? bitch. <laughs> no. No. You said it was okay back then. Like you can't take that back. You can't. That's like that's like a chick being like, "Well, he took my virginity, but I want it back." No, bitch, you can't have it back. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. It's fucked up. It is fucked up to say at this point in time. It's fucked up to say at this point in time. Because 
the way the way shit used to work ain't the way shit works oh, now. And society shit. will be on your side <laughs> or whatever. Fucking animal. <laughs> society's not on, like society's on that chick's side now. Uh, Society is on that chick's side now. Like people look at it and they're like, "Well, yeah, you kind of took advantage of her." Like, no, she didn't take responsibility for herself. Like, if you don't give me a no, like, like what happened with disease? That chick never said no. Mm. And when she talked about it, she was like, well, "I didn't say no, but he should have picked up on my uh, verbal cues." Like, you took your clothes off uh, and put your dick put put his dick in your mouth. Exactly. At no time did she ever take responsibility for Like, look, you have to take some responsibility for the shit that you do. If Aziz, I'm sorry, punched that bitch in the mouth and was like, suck my dick. He's wrong. Right. And if she worked on his show and he was like, well, look, you like working on the show, right? She's like, yeah, when it suck my dick. He's wrong. But if it's a social situation and he's like, he whips his shit out and you don't work for him, he has no actual power to affect your life other than you wanting to date him. And he's like, yo, you want to hang out with me? And you say no. And he's like, well, there's a door. Leave. I need any woman that listens to this fucking podcast to realize your dignity, whatever the fuck you do, however you feel about shit, is not worth you doing some shit that you don't really want to do. Fucking leave. If you're going for a job or whatever, and somebody whips their dick out and says you can't get the job, fucking fuck the job. Exactly. Leave. And report that motherfucker to the fucking equal opportunity, whatever, the EEOC or whatever. Instead of waiting uh, 10, 15 years later. Yeah. Fucking like, look, man. I, I understand. I know. It's been hard. I got a mom. She worked three jobs. She had motherfuckers hit on. I understand. My whole life is surrounded by women. It's not that I don't understand what women had to go through historically. I fucking understand. I get it. And just like the rules change, your level of responsibility for what you have to do has changed. That's Jennifer. Jennifer's coming. That's just that's just the way it is. That's that's my whole point. It's not about. Like that shit just that it it's it's a weird fucking thing, and, and no, I I know I'm I'm just as guilty as any other man. I'm not separating myself. I'm not more woke or whatever. I, I fucking hate that term. I hate that fucking term. But 
Like, no, I'm not going to just jump on this fucking bandwagon of, you know, yeah, look, look man, I, I know women who've been sexually harassed at work. I know, oh, fuck, I shouldn't even say no. Like, one of my best friends had that shit happen to her. While we were there, twice, actually, while I was in the Marine Corps. And I know plenty of girls that the shit happened to where they didn't feel safe telling anybody because... It, and it's, it's sort of like the same thing that happens between the cops and black people where other cops won't say what the fuck really happened because they want to protect the police force they want to protect the institution same thing happens in the Marine Corps when, when chicks get sexually harassed man fuck that shit fuck that shit motherfuckers want to protect them. fuck that shit man nah, nah fuck nah okay Maybe I'm wrong for saying that. I'm just saying fuck that shit. Ooh, fuck what? Uh, protecting the Marine Corps, protecting the uh, the police force. Yeah, protecting uh, the institution. P- protecting whatever protecting it is. Protecting the Catholic Church, because the same thing happened with those fucking priests. People want to protect the church. So they'll lie, or they'll pay people off, or they'll do whatever. It gets to the point where the institution gets so big, and so many people make money, or profit, or whatever off of the institution that they'll protect the institution when they're fucking people over. That's what happens. And it's fucking wrong. It is. But, luckily, my friend, I was her sergeant. Uh, My friend Jeff was her gunny. And when she came to us and she told us what the fuck happened... We're like, well, no. We're not going to let you fucking hang out. Yeah, you go. Because we left it up to her. Because it happened to her. We're like, well, what do you want to do? If you report it, we'll back you up. And she reported it. And we backed her up. And the motherfucker that did it to her got fired. And he got punished. But the problem is, is that that shit happens to so many other girls. And... The motherfuckers that she works for won't back her up. And then she ends up getting punished for the shit. Like, that's what happens. And it's just like, you know, the police do fucked up shit to black well, people. Let, look, let, 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 let me ask you this. Whenever you got that position, whenever you were in the, in the Marines, did they run you a series of questions? No. It's not the way the military works. Oh, I- it, <laughs> Chuck. Look, man. I mean, you you got women in there. Mm-hmm. These questions need to be asked. I I mean, I didn't even ask the question I was going to ask you, but you already know what I was going to ask you. So, with that said, with women being in the military. If you're going to have that position that you had, and anybody that has that position, that same position, should be asked these questions. And if they're going to sit here and say, you know, I mean, you, you see them getting that, right? I get it. I get it. You shouldn't be put in charge if you don't have the mindset to be put in charge. But no, that's not the way the military works. And see? It's literally a number. Like, you get a score. And if you meet that score, you get promoted. That shit, dude. You know. Makes me um, somewhat glad that I didn't make that choice 
Well, and, and I mean, this is the thing: is the history behind the score is because if you could make the criteria something other than just a raw number that is based off of your performance, then they get discriminated against who gets promoted, and then there's nobody different in charge. Like the reason they did it is because of minorities and women. Is because if you looked at it and you're like, well, look, I don't. If your gunny was like, I don't believe any woman should lead Marines, then no woman would get look, promoted. Look, you know, um, from what you just sit here and told me, does not make me feel comfortable with anybody, woman, or of anybody. Excuse me, I said that wrong. Anybody of color or women joining the military and being proud to serve this country because of the bullshit that they have to sit here and do and have to go 10 times more to prove themselves versus the other. I mean, that's what the number's for is you don't have to do that. Fuck that shit because it's bullshit. Hey, what do you mean? It's bullshit. What's bullshit about it? If the score is 1,300, you get 1,300 and you get promoted. There's no... There's nothing else. I'm not talking about a promotion. I'm talking about about? somebody of color, and I'm talking about women in the military. Okay. Okay, and let's go ahead and throw in the gays. Okay. Why not? Look. Uh, Yeah, I don't quite understand what you mean. I'm serious. I'm asking you. What do you mean? What, what, What I'm getting at is... Damn it. It seems as if. And no, it ain't it ain't seem it. It seems as if. Did you feel like you, you had to work harder? No. No. But then again, I was the best dude at my job. In the area that I worked at. I was so good at my job, they wouldn't let me leave. I had people trying to get me to re-enlist two years out from my re-enlistment date. Chuck, do you think that your, your stats, and let's take it 40 years back, would have mattered? Do you think it would have mattered? Absolutely not. But I didn't serve 40 years ago. I understand that. I'm not saying that you did. But do you not think, do you not think that the, the same thing that happened 40 years ago still trickles in today? To a lesser degree, yeah. I mean, it's to a lesser degree, but yes. I mean, look, man, you're never going to get rid to of a, to a, To a lesser degree, uh, what, to women? To gays? Oh, definitely to gays. That's definitely to gays. There's, there's no question about that. But as far as race, uh, and racism not done in the military, I, 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 and I know this is not done in the military because I serve with racist motherfuckers in the military. But as far as me progressing in my career, or Marines progressing in their career. And I'm only speaking for the Marine Corps because I didn't yeah, serve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I, understand. I, I, I don't you. know how I it works you. in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
as far as progressing in your career, it is way harder to stop somebody from progressing in their career in the Marine Corps because you're a racist than it was however many years ago. It's harder. It's just way harder because there's more people looking at it and it's just less likely. Mm. Now, are there some fucked up things? Yes. Marine Corps recruiters don't go to black colleges, so you don't have as many you don't have as many black officers. Why not? I don't know. I can't answer that because I was never a recruiter. But there's nowhere near as many black officers as it should be in the Marine Corps. And I know they don't go to, because when I was on recruiter duty, when I had two weeks of recruiter duty, they go to plenty of high schools in the black neighborhood. They don't recruit black officers. What do they recruit? They go to, they go to UT. All right. So, so I, I can say this, I can say this without, without a shadow of a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt. When I was going to Houston Tillerson, historically black college. Are you going to let me finish? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening. So when I was going to Houston Tillerson, historically black college here in Austin, there's an ROTC program, the same that there's an ROTC program pretty much in every other college. I'm good. I'm good. Oh. I'm going to say 70-80% of the people in the ROTC program Mm -hmm. white and Hispanic. Mm -hmm. Now, there was one dude when I graduated in 2014. He went to Annapolis, went through the officer program, went through... uh, Oh, fuck, I can't even remember what the fucking acronym is. But he became a Marine Corps officer. Right? It was a black... It was actually, it was an African dude. He was African. He was from Ghana or Nigeria some shit like that. All the other people that I knew who were in the ROTC program all came from UT. They were all white people. All the dudes that went... Actually, one of them was a good friend of mine because we had a class together. And he was going to Pensacola to become a pilot, to become a fighter jet pilot. Now, he would constantly talk about at UT, uh, the Marine recruiters, the OIC, that's what it's called, Officer Induction, whatever. Uh, He would constantly talk about the OIC people and the recruiters and the people coming to UT. To talk to him, to recruit, to do whatever. Now, one time in the two years that I was going to fucking going to Houston Tillerson, except for career day, on career day, they would have an army booth. They would have all of the booths for the different recruiters or whatever. But outside of career day, never saw them. Never saw recruiters at all. And the thing is, is that black people historically overrepresent in the enlisted ranks. 
because with twelve percent, with twelve percent of the population, we overrepresent in the enlisted ranks. We're twelve percent of the general population, so that means where, you, where where are you getting this information from? This is public knowledge. Where are you getting this information from? Census. Census. Yeah, black people are 12, 12, percent of the general population. In the military, we're twenty to twenty one percent of the military population. So that means we overrepresent in the military. But only in enlisted ranks. Uh, yeah. In the officer ranks. In the officer ranks, we're only about three percent. So, like, in the time that I was in the Marine Corps, we got our first. Black Sergeant Major of the Marine Corps, which means that there was an enlisted person who stayed in long enough and had the the job, basically the job diversity to become the Sergeant Major of the Marine Corps. Sergeant Major McMillan, he was the first black Sergeant Major of the Marine Corps. McMillan? Yeah. And since then, there have been two other black Sergeant Majors of the Marine Corps. Okay. Right? Which makes sense. Because you're talking uh, combat experience, uh, diversity of being a first sergeant, maybe a uh, master guns in air in, in the air wing. Like you have to have worked basically, <coughs> basically in admin combat and <clears throat> maintenance, so you get a full understanding of what like this basically what they require for the sergeant major in the Marine Corps. <coughs> And you're looking at guys who served in Vietnam and stayed in long enough to like re- meet the requirements for the go- meet requirements for the job, right? Because the guys who were in World War II, most of them got out because it was just too goddamn racist. <laughs> That's just the truth. <clears throat> but you don't see a black commandant of the Marine Corps because there's just not enough of us in the fucking in the officer ranks. There's just not. And that's because they're not going to where black people go to college and recruiting them. But it's never struck your interest to question why is that? No, it it, it has. Then okay. It has. It hundred percent has. That's why I'm bringing it up. I'm not. I'm not saying it because I think the military is perfect. It's not perfect. It's by far not perfect. Okay. Okay. Hey, this is this is never struggling. That's why I say it. Like I'll never say that there's no racism. It's hundred percent racism in the military. It's hundred percent racism in every aspect of American society. All I'm saying, and what I can say as a hundred percent fact, is it not as bad as it was? And I can say that across the board in American society, this is not, it's nowhere near as bad as it was, but it's still bad. Like I don't have to put up with the same shit my dad put up with. 
and 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 which is true. I get you. I get you. Still doesn't mean it's not there. I get you. It's just like women. Like yeah, they don't have to put up with the same shit. Like motherfuckers aren't making fun of domestic violence the way that they were and fucking Ralph Cramden and fucking like okay. How people say, well, they can never make all in the family today. Well, yeah, because the societal standards have changed. Like, if a motherfucker... Like, if we look at Archie Bunker now, if Archie Bunker was right now, could you imagine the hate the motherfuckers would get on Twitter? On the internet? This is fucked up. You can't do this shit. You can't say that. This is fucking blah, blah, blah. Then, yeah. then, 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 then tell me this, and then why was it so easy for it to be accepted for uh, Sanford and Son, George Jefferson, Archie Bunker to do this shit? Then because society standards were different. I say it was because it was true. They were throwing truth. Okay. It wasn't a racist show. It was the truth. Okay. Now you throw you you throw the truth out today, motherfuckers gonna shun that shit. Oh, but Jerm, but Jerm, we're not we're not we're not disagreeing. All you're saying is the truth was more palatable back in the day, and now people want to live in a fantasy. Nah, back then the uh, truth was easy for it to be put on television well, no, because people weren't sensitive. But Jerm, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what more palatable means. The truth was more palatable back then. People were more willing to accept that. Like, yeah. This is how people feel. And now people aren't. That's all it is. We're not talking about the law. Like, it's not illegal for people to feel sensitive about shit. It's just back then, people were like, yeah, this is the way shit is. We don't like niggas. Niggas don't like white people. And we put it on TV. And it's not... They were just showing the truth. Yeah. I mean, look. All right, so like we were talking about people fucking young girls, right? Okay. We live in Austin, right? Who's one of the most lovable characters in Austin? I don't know. Wooderson. Who? Wooderson. What the fuck is Wooderson? Days to Confuse. Oh. <laughs> Pedophile. <laughs> Pedophile. Come on, man. Uh, uh, you know, I, look, 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 look. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. And, <laughs> and the same thing was said. And the same thing was said. But they said, they said, they said, it was his phrases was made him favorite. Uh, it, it was it was the shit that he said that well, that's what made him more likable. Okay, that's Still what they problem. said. I understand. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, man, I could be in North Carolina. I could be in North Carolina, and the same fucking thing would be brought up. Like, man, nah, dog. Uh, that was a movie. <laughs> I get it. That's all I'm saying, man. It's, uh, look, man, I'm not... Like, that's what I said. I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> shit. This is the way shit is. 
the way we look at this shit has changed. Well, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say we. I'm just saying society in general. The way society in general has looked at this shit. Have you seen Lapinelli since she lost weight? Yeah. I seen it. Like man. Damn. I don't, look. I, I don't want. I don't want. Nah. I don't want is people to. I, I want people to be. I don't want is people Here to be I honest. Am, I'm trying to change the subject. And no, I'm, I'm just saying. I, and, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop after this. I don't want is people to be honest. If people are honest, because look, I don't care if people are racist. Actually, I prefer if people are out front racist. If you don't like black people, just tell me. Because now I don't have to guess. I don't have to decide whether I'm going to fuck with you or not. I don't care if you don't. Like, look, look, if we're at work and you're racist and you're like, look, man, I don't I don't really fuck with black people like this, but I'm going to give you these reports because it's part of your job. I can respect that. Yeah. You know what? All right. Yeah. No, I'm going to take these reports. They accurate. I'm going to do my job. And if that's the only interaction we have, I'm cool. Cause look, you don't. I'm not. I don't require you to like me. Exactly. I, I don't need to go over your house for Thanksgiving. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm thinking like, hey, look, look, look. You know, you got a good sense of humor and all that shit. But I'm not sucking your dick. No, no, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You know what? We good. Don't worry about it. You ain't even gotta worry about that. And every chick's like, hey, look. I really like you. I don't want to say you dick. Bitch, I'm married. Like, no, I can't. I'm gonna set you up. No, bitch, don't do that. <laughs> like, look, man, this is this is really all it comes down to. Is people are treating society like everybody has to be upfront and honest. Like everybody is upfront and honest, and everybody ain't upfront and honest. That's just the way shit is. And you can't run society like everybody's not lying. Like, no, that bitch might be lying. Treat the world like, you know, be these humans. We're imperfect. We fuck up. We do fucked up shit. We do fucked up shit to all each other all the goddamn time. Realize that. Stop running the world like, oh, well, everybody's up front, upstanding. No, nigga, we lie. That's the way shit works. We lie all the fucking time. I hate that shit. Like people hope. Believe all women. What? Whoa, what? <laughs> Wait. Believe all women. Oh, okay. So when it comes down to one of these fucking teachers in Florida, fucking a fucking 12-year-old. <laughs> You gonna believe her? Did you did you did you believe Casey Anthony when she killed a fucking three year old, put that motherfucker in a shoebox, and went to the club that night smoking a cigar? Yeah, did you believe that bitch? Like, no, don't believe all women. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, no. Shit, you know, fuck. <laughs> I'm saying, like, no, you can't fucking, fucking believe it, all women. Exactly. They fucked up just like we fucked up. Exactly. God damn, dude. That was a good fucking point. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Shit. Shit's crazy to me. 
No, man. Let's be fucking sensible about this shit. Alright. the fuck we at? Probably at two hours. Shit, we were over two hours. Way over two hours. Alright, um... Fuck it, it's well deserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got a three-hour podcast because... Fuck it. It's been a minute. Um, but yeah, we coming back soon after this. It's episode 52. Um... So yeah, uh, what the fuck? Oh yeah, 2018. Not gonna lie, great year for hip hop. It's a great fucking year for hip hop. Uh, Nipsey Hussle, Victory Lap, really good album. A lot of people put that as album of the year. I don't. Uh. I mean, I enjoyed the album, Nipsey's. Nipsey shit was good. Um, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Griselda Records. Out of Buffalo. Because I'm from the South. But I was, I'm from I was, the South, I don't too. Know, shit. I'm, saying, I'm saying this for my, my own personal thing. I was raised in Houston. I love Southern hip hop. But. I'm a huge, huge East Coast hip-hop fan. And one of the things, I, I like Joey Badass, I like ASAP, I like a lot of them dudes from there, but they ain't doing that grimy, gritty, fucking just old-school 90s, fucking straight-up just make you want to rob a nigga in some Tims and a Scully <laughs> hip-hop. Griselda Records, Conway the Machine, West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, them motherfuckers. Just I when they rap, I just smell pissy stairways and like the third well on the fucking subway. <laughs> them motherfuckers are crazy. West Side Gun dropped Supreme Blind Tail, and fucking Benny the Butcher brought dropped Tana Talk Three, and and West and Conway the Machine dropped a ton of mixtapes. He got a he got a he got a joint uh, coming out soon called Fentanyl. Fam, look, go fuck with Griselda. That's all I'm saying. Hey, you just and they, and they not from New York City. They're from Buffalo. They from they from upstate or not upstate. They they from Buffalo, New York. This is a town that nobody thinks yeah. about. Fam. I'm telling you. Oh, and Royce the Five Nine album, Booker Ryan, amazing. That's my album of the year. Do you know that the Sopranos have a prequel? Yeah, I heard about that. I heard about that. Um, what I want you, what I want from you, please, sir. I'll provide the CDs. Because I haven't watched every episode of Sopranos, mm-hmm. uh, I, me making this move is gonna make me make it possible for me to watch the prequel. But I want to see the full episodes. Well, you gonna get you can get the internet at your new place, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then I just give you my HBO now password. And you can 
Man, just fucking, I'll give you the fucking DVD. No, if you had the internet. Yes. And you have a smart TV or like a PlayStation or something. I got the smart TV. Yeah, then you just download the HBO Now app. If I log in for you, you can watch all of that shit. <laughs> you just go on your television. I just don't want to be complicated. It's not complicated. You go to HBO Now and you type in Sopranos and the entire fucking catalog is there. Every show that HBO has ever made yeah, will be on. Okay, okay. It's, just... <laughs> it's not complicated at all. You go on there and there's a Sopranos thing. You click it and all of the seasons, the entire thing will be there. And the new one will be there once they put it out. Yeah, well, you know, I just don't, I'm not going to look at that shit until I want to no, see no, everything. No, no, I know. You don't have to. And, and The Wire will be there. Fuck that. I'm going to watch The Sopranos. But yeah, I know The Wire is good. I'm saying. But I ain't never seen an episode of The Wire. Oh, that shit is fucking great. I personally like The Wire when I like The Sopranos. For me, it goes The Wire, Oz, The Sopranos, Rome, and then I like Oz more than I like The Sopranos. I mean, Sopranos had some really, really good episodes, but Oz to me was just better. I love, I love fucking Adebisian because Adebisian was a great villain. I'm a villain dude. If you like the fucking Sopranos, then you like nothing but fucking villains. Yeah. Yeah. This has been. Um... The what, whatever man podcast. Uh, Nigga, you had to look at the stick of the real. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> this is this has been a oh shit. Where the fuck we at? Yeah, uh, this has been the whatever man podcast. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out to our sponsor, Hooks, Rolls, and Spices. Uh, shout out to Jared and Jay, hashtag Blackout Podcast. Uh, yeah. Go to Etsy. Look up Hooks, Rolls, and Spices. Type in the code, uh, whatever, man. Get 10% off. You know, get them spices in your life. <laughs> Sprinkle some lemon pepper on your bitch. <laughs> 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 That's right. <laughs> get, something, get something to smoke and burn so you don't taste them herpes. <laughs> the fuck? The smoky burn. Smoky sweet. Smoking sweetness. Uh, no, that lemon pepper is fire though. That lemon pepper is good in motherfucker. I love that shit. Um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, we should make some. I mean, look, I ain't never bought nothing from him, but I'm gonna be cooking more fish here. Yeah, this well, year. no, we tasted this shit. Uh, you know what? We gotta send that fucking thing in. Cause you remember they sent us those test bottles or whatever. That was a fish shit. The black ones that we put on there. That shit was good, motherfucker. One well, of them was a little too sweet. For, I wanted for that shit. It was. But that's neither here nor there. Go to Etsy, 
fucking order you some hooks rubs and spices. Get that shit in your life. Uh, that shit was good. Uh, you know, go check out a podcast. Potter and Family. Pod Squad. Tripod. Podmosphere. Just go and listen to a goddamn podcast. April is going down. Who the fuck is April? April. The month of April. <laughs> I thought this was some white bitch you had no. trapped in a closet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm saying, man. I mean, I'm I'm moving in March, but hey, yeah. April. It's going down. Yeah, Goddamn. Right. We're going to do, do some wild shit in April. Going to set that shit up. I mean, that's it. <laughs> going to set an Asian bitch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about that. That shit was fucked up. I should have said that shit. No, you shouldn't have said that shit, Chuck. To a podcast, go buy some hooks, rolls, and spices. Um, shout out to Randy Rams with Rob. Shout out to what is TWS. Shout out to Science Stuff with Steph. Oh shit! Yeah, you know what? I completely forgot about this bullshit, and I don't know how. I'm just gonna bring this up real quick. I'm not even gonna stay on this for too long. Listen, nigga, how the fuck? You in the national championship in football. Get invited to the White House and this nigga break out of fucking fast food. <laughs> Fuck that orange castle, dude. Fam. Nah, 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 nah. Just stop. Stop. In the, in the, in the cast. Fuck that motherfucker. He ain't getting no play. Fuck him. Fuck that orange motherfucker, dude. Fuck him. Burgers. <laughs> Not even good Some burgers. food that these assholes ain't even gonna eat. Some food. Some food that they eat at two o'clock in the morning. Exactly. At the door. Like fam, I came to the White House and you gave me Burger King, fam. You ain't gonna give no chicken cutlets or nothing. You gave me special sauce. No, no chicken cutlets. On the seed bun, you no bite. chicken cutlets. You gonna give me some fucking Burger King, some McDonald's. Not even no Wendy's. No Wendy's. <laughs> no, that was Wendy's. That was there. Wendy's there? Well, fuck. Yeah. Excuse me. There was some Taco Bell, but it was behind the wall. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> <planting it. laughs> Shit, fuck that motherfucker, dude. You know, it's just that I'm, 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 I'm tired of people talking about him. I ain't fail. Look, man. How the fuck? How the fuck? Like, dude. And, and then, you know what's the thing that really cracked me up about mm. the shit? Is he bragged on Twitter about paying it, paying for it himself. <laughs> like, nigga, it's all from the dollar menu. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> what, 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 what did it cost him? Like, like a $1,000? You a billionaire. Yeah. That's like me going and getting, 20, getting $20 quarter pounders and being like, man, I fed all of you. <laughs> like, nigga, you didn't. <laughs> You spent 20. 
talking like you bought you bought everybody some Philip McNons. Philip McNons. Fuck that motherfucker, bro. <laughs> man, get the fuck out of here with that son of a bitch, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 this country is, it's, 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 this, it's, it's embarrassing. Hey, fam, and, and then you not, like, you doing this. You like, ah, I bought these college football players a bullshit dinner. How but at you- the same time. I'm not paying the motherfuckers who check the bags at the airport. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? This is a good time to be flying right now. This is a perfect time to be flying right uh, now. I'm telling you this right now. Perfect time. <laughs> you know what? Everybody's been complaining about the motherfucking, you know, uh, government shutdown and complaining. It's like, nah, nigga, this is the perfect oh, time. Oh, you know who not complaining about the government shutdown? Who? Motherfucking smuggling cocaine. Exactly. <laughs> You got all these fucking mules out there. Like, nigga. <laughs> Thank you, President Trump. Keep it up. Another 28 days. <laughs> Why all the government mules sound like Africans? Because <laughs> most of them are. <laughs> Thank you, President Trump. <laughs> We're kind of forever. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. But no, that shit is crazy. Like, I mean, look, man. It's- it's it's it's. What the fuck? What the fuck are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? It's not even like. Look, I don't even fuck with college football like that. But I, <laughs> you know, you know how shitty I would feel if I got invited to the White House and a nigga gave me. And and did you see this motherfucker? But that. Do you know how shitty I would feel if I go to anybody's house and they got fucking Big Macs and all that fucking bullshit there? <laughs> Didn't even take it out the raffle. He put the fucking he put the burgers in the cartons on the tray. This dude's crazy. It's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Oh really? my god, she did it. You are wild. I love it. Y'all are still recording. Can yeah, I have we're still it? recording. Oh. Can yeah, I have we it? can hear you. Isn't that awesome? The straight chicken titty. I want you to sign something so, or sign something so I could press it on your. Okay. Well, yeah, sign it and press it on there. Uh, hey, I got a chicken titty. Uh, <laughs> I got a chicken titty. Um, kitchen napkin. What do you call this thing? It's not a kitchen towel. Oh. Towel? I got a, I got a chicken titty towel. <laughs> and it's gonna be signed by Charles. Yeah, some of the original artwork. <laughs> Go to whateverman.com and you can get one. Straight from the titty. Yeah, straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's come on man. Alright, um so yeah. Uh this has been episode fifty two, I think. I'm pretty sure it's 52. I'm like 99% sure it's 52. But if it's not, go fuck yourself. Um, yeah. Go fuck with Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Etsy.com. Search Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Put it in the code, whatever, man. Get 10% off. Um, you got anything? No, I'm just excited about, you know, 
yeah. yeah, yeah. The future's gonna be fucking crazy because yeah, we're gonna be able to do this shit. We definitely give you at least one a week. Post April. Because hey, look, man, I'm gonna give you a key so you ain't set it up. We can we gonna do wild shit. I'm gonna give you a key so you can set it up. And yeah. you you already you've already had a virtual whatever. We hundred we hundred so. we hundred we hundred percent getting scribbled in there and doing a podcast. <laughs> podcast. You shut the fuck up with that shit, dude. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Oh man, that shit right there. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> they for everybody. That's <laughs> them all around. They hit everybody. <laughs> All right, man. We can get fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna play the outro. Peace. <laughs>